0: In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Ghost, Amen. Dear Reverend Canon, dear Abed, dear candidates, and dear faithful. 21 days have passed by this Advent season, and we are down to our last stretch. Remember that with each week that passes is like a thousand years of expectation for the Christ have gone by. If we calculate the time between the creation of the world and the birth of Christ to be about 4,000 years, every day that passes is equivalent to about 140 years of expectation for the Christ Christ. have have gone by. And every hour of our time that passes by during this Advent season is around six years of expectation. So imagine that, and what an eye-opener for all of us. A topic I like to speak about is Black Friday and Cyber Monday, which must have been great days for all of us to grab a deal for a gift for our loved ones. Inversely, it may have been missed opportunities for us to buy an inexpensive microwave or a digital washing machine, a mechanical computer keyboard, exercise equipment for our upcoming New Year's resolution, or even winter clothing. We feel down when we did not buy that discounted refrigerator that was 25% off three weeks ago. Well, you say to yourself, maybe next time. Right? Wrong. Instead of thinking about all these missed opportunities to snatch a deal, let us watch ourselves where we are at this point of our spiritual life during Advent. And boy, are we glad that Christmas is still seven days away. And even better, it's on a Sunday. A kind of double whammy. You don't have to go to Mass during the week. Whoa, that's cool, isn't it? Wrong again. Not wanting to point any fingers to anyone. Let's rid of ourselves of this fear and preoccupation of the material aspect of the upcoming Christmas season, similar to the impatient angst we experienced as a teenager, or similar to those we see in our children. And get back to the liturgical program of the Catholic Church, the season of Advent, a time of joyful expectation. Do you recall then the first Sunday of Advent? That's just a few pages back in your missiles, which you can turn to if you like. And we reread these holy words. St. <clears throat> Paul told us, It is now the hour for us to rise from sleep. For now our salvation is nearer than we, when we first believed. And in the gospel of that Sunday, three weeks ago, our Lord told us, in a very invigorating way, look up and lift up your heads because your redemption is at hand. The fullness of time has arrived and we must be ready. Now this fullness of time is about to be celebrated next week. The prophet Daniel even announced the time of his coming just like the prophets waiting in Advent for 4,000 years since the creation of the world, since the fall of man. But Daniel the prophet announced Christ coming down to the very year, which works out to be the 15th year of the reign of Tiberius Caesar. In other words, the year 29 of our era. As we just heard in the gospel of the fourth Sunday of Advent and the prophet Micah foretold his birth in Bethlehem. Nowhere in the history of religious anthropology will you find a Buddha, a Mohammed or a Joseph Smith foretold and announced centuries before his coming. Therefore as we celebrate Christmas In about a week from now, and we rejoice with the patriarchs whose prophecies have now been accomplished, our faith finds a strong confirmation, something to convince and brag about with our non-believing brethren. We do not celebrate an empty fable, a myth. And the great Benedictine liturgist Don Guéranger remarks, in vain would the Son of God have come 1900 years ago to visit and save mankind unless he came again for each one of us and at every moment of our lives. We hear also in the Gospel of today a voice reminding us To listen very carefully a voice of one crying in the wilderness prepare ye the way of the Lord make straight his paths every valley shall be filled and every mountain and hill shall be brought low the crooked shall be made straight and the rough ways plain and all flesh shall see the salvation of God. Prepare ye the way of the Lord is the call of humility upon us all, which the voice, St. John the Baptist, has excelled in heralding this much-needed virtue. Let us compare then the valleys of our lives to be our deficiencies and vices which are to be filled up with charity. And let us compare the mountains and hills to be the vain pretenses of pride, which must be made low by humility. Unfortunately, the more we reject this simple notion in our lives of filling our deficiencies with charity and to lower hills and mountains in order to diminish our pride, The more we reject this notion, the more our heart remains difficult to soften due to the heart disease of self-love and the clogging arteries that we call pride. The more we fill up our hearts with pride and vanity, the more difficult it can be filled with God. We will be like those innkeepers on that Christmas day, who said to St. Joseph and Mary that there is no room for the infant king in our hearts. Challenge then yourselves, dear faithful, to realize that pride blinds and tries to convince ourselves that we are self-sufficient and do not need the help of God's grace and his love challenge yourselves to tear of your heart every fiber which is infected with the poison of self-love challenge yourselves to decrease so that god may increase in us so that on christmas day god may find your hearts entirely empty and free and therefore ready for the total invasion of God's love and grace in us but let us do so in a joyful expectation since only through this authentic continual rejoicing in the Lord does our season of Advent which is about to close gives true meaning to the upcoming Christmas season only through our joyful and patient expectation of the Lord does a simple evergreen holiday tree become a true Christmas tree, the symbol of the tree of life, the image of Christ. Only then, if we remember this simple idea, this truth of God, then our gifts become meaningful to those that we love, to those that we give because we remembered the great gifts that God gives to to us each and every day and only through our gratitude and charity in the Lord God does our happy holidays become a very merry Christmas season so may you dear faithful and all of us receive these considerations so that we can bring forth much fruit During this last leg of the season of Advent. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Ghost, Amen.